So, what is your name and how do you spell it? Ron Harmon. R-O-N-H-A-R-M-O-N. What is your history within the Francis Howell School District? Kids have been going to school there for, I've had three graduate from Francis House Central, and I have two currently at Francis House Central. So we've been involved there since, I think they started going in sixth grade, when my oldest was in sixth grade. So I think he went first year, he, we went to public, was that oldest was in sixth grade going to Cosley. Uh, what is your educational background? I have a bachelor's degree in mechanical engineering from the University of Missouri Rama, and I am a licensed PE, licensed professional engineer. Thank you. Uh, and what is your current occupation? I am a corporate engineer with a fire sprinkler company. Uh, what made you decide to run for the board of education? seen with the budget and then some of the and then one of the other things was the uh, I saw rumblings of them start to uh, the administration was starting to challenge the AP programs how would you describe yourself as a candidate for the board level-headed level-headed and I um, I get along with I can communicate with anybody and everybody uh, how do you think the current Board of Education is doing now? Um, not totally up to task, which is why I'm running. Uh, can you explain? I, I think they've failed in how they're handling the budget and how they're handling the process. And I think some hard decisions are going to have to be made now. And somebody new has to be on there to be able to make those choices. So, overall, uh, how do you feel about the school district's curriculum? Overall, it's, overall it's good. Um, I've, my three oldest have had good experiences with the curriculum. Um, and then my two currently, I don't have major issues with it. So, uh, is there, uh, or sorry, um, is there anything in the curriculum that you would try to change if you were elected? I would look to simplify things. I would, I would want more. I think they've made a good choice in the way their um, their literacy program and, and what the science of reading, the direction they're looking to go. From what I've read, that looks like that satisfies me. Um, my concern would be with uh, emphasis. We just need to simplify so that we can keep the reading, get a, a simple uh, reading program in place, a curriculum in place that can be simply taught, followed, communicated, and then shared with parents. And then math, it just needs to be, focus needs to just be on allowing children to achieve at the level that they're capable of, those that can be pushed. They can be pushed a lot to accelerate, and then uh, and those and those that can't excel, they should be developed to the best that they can. Uh, critical race theory. Uh, critical race theory is a subject that has come up in school board elections across the country in the past few years. 
Uh, what are your thoughts on it, and how do you view the district's current treatments of those topics? Critical race theory is just that. It's a theory that has been, has been proven. There's no justification for it, um, and it shouldn't be part of a school curriculum or shouldn't be allowed in the classroom until it's proven effective. And uh, the way they're handling it now, I think I think they're not really paying attention to see that it is involved in the school district. And that's another point to where I think the, the school board is, is kidding themselves into saying that it, it, the current school board um, is kidding themselves that it's not involved in the curriculum or, or, or it's not involved in the not involved classroom currently in any way. I think it is. Uh, uh, can you explain how you think it's involved in the classrooms? Well, recently I just saw where there was an inappropriate video that was shown in a sixth grade class that was put together and produced um, by Black Lives Matter. That should not be part of the classroom material. I don't think parents are aware that that happened. Uh, how do you feel about the school district's use of standardized testing? And do you think we are seeing good results from them? What do you mean by that? Uh, how do you feel about how the district uses standardized testing? How would you say they're using them? Well, like, uh, because every year the students have to take, like, so many standardized testings. Uh, are you in support of that? Uh, do you think we should uh, put more emphasis on standardized testing or less emphasis or the same? What's your opinion on that? I think standardized testing are needed. I, I believe that from what I learned at the, the public meeting on the literacy program was in that, in that program, they're going to use three standardized tests per year on, on the students. I, I guess time will tell if that's enough. I don't, I don't see any reason if, um, if kids are starting to fall behind, then three isn't enough. I think it just needs to be reviewed and paid attention to. Uh, what are your thoughts on fiscal policies within the board? Uh, what do you mean by that? Uh, like how the board manages its finances. What are your opinions on how that's working, and what would you try to do differently if you were elected? I think it's being poorly handled right now. I don't think they're even following their policies. They didn't follow, follow their policy on the Francis Helen Morris project. Um, and that's part of what I want to get back to. I, I want to use my project management skills that I've used in, throughout my 20 years of being in the, in the business industry. I want to use my engineering experience and I want to use my project management and my, my business knowledge to come back in and, and use that to make good financial decisions, good contract decisions. Uh, how do you feel about the current allocation of the district's funding? In, in what way? What do you mean? Uh, like, where the money goes whenever the district spends it. Like, how much is put into teacher salaries versus other elements? Or Well, it kind of is what it is right now with 85% of the budget going into the teacher's salary. Whether or not that's appropriate or not, that's that's what it is. So and that's probably not going to change. The challenge is going to be 
how do you get that other 15%? And then how do you maintain the, the dwindling prop S funding? How do you manage that money? So if you know going into it that you only have 15% that you're going to need to maintain buildings at an operating, how, how are you going to allot that money in an operating budget? Those are huge decisions that have to be made. And I don't think the current board members, and especially the ones that are that are running for re-election, who are involved in these bad decisions leading up to this, I don't think they've shown that they're qualified to make those choices. Uh, so you mentioned uh, Prop S there for a moment. Uh, how do you feel that the spending gained from Prop S was handled? I don't think it was handled appropriately at all. And that was one of the main things that got me interested in running. I mean, any time you go from a high school that's originally told by the administration in, in their own public documents, saying the school's going to be $86.5 million, and then it grows to 90-some million, and then it grows to 120, and it finally ends up at $163 million. That's not, that's not running things right. Uh, how would you try to help with the staffing issues within the district if you are elected onto the board? Well, the first thing is you got to get your finances that you currently have in place and figure it out. You've got 85% already allotted. you got to figure out that other 15%. Make sure that that is taken care of before you can start making any promises of, of raising salaries or whatnot. We need to we need to figure this current budget out and figure out what the budget over the next couple of years is really going to be. It's got to be some hard decisions that have to be made. That's, that was even relayed during the January um, school board meeting. When the CFO laid all that out, there's some, the previous school boards put us into a tight spot that some tough choices are going to have to be made. Uh, What will you do to try to help the students within the district if you are elected? In in what way do you, you mean that? Help them how? Well, do you have any plans or ideas for how to improve the students' experience at schools if you are elected? I think the one thing I would look to, I, I'm not sure that I've, I've heard my, my the children that I've had go through the schools complain about any issues that they've had struggling with, with school or environments or anything other than I would just look to um, a lot of those who I would like to simplify things so that kids wouldn't have to worry so much about what they might say or where they might say it or who they might offend or anything like that. I would just like the school to be more open to diverse opinions, whether it be a, what opinion or that, it, that it's coming from. All viewpoints should be tolerated and nobody should be um, disrespected for whatever viewpoint they may have. Uh, with the prevalence of mass shootings in America, how do you feel about the safety of the Francis Howell School District? I think the, the school is safe, I, or I wouldn't send my children there. Uh, do you have any further thoughts on that? Or? Uh, not really. I just I think they're safe. Uh, 
do you think there is an issue with mental health in our schools? Um, there's a problem with mental health, period. I mean, it's, you can't avoid that some people are having mental health challenges. Uh, what would you do to try to help with them if you were a member of the board? That's a, a, that's a tricky question um, because the first thing is, is you need to make sure that the school is operating at its capacity what it's directed to do. And, and I know that my wife spends time outside of her teaching because she's a, she teaches second grade at a private school. There's always going to be those times that a parent or a, a teacher will get involved outside of class, regular class hours or in between lessons or at recess, whatever it may be, and talking to a student and trying to help them the best they can. I think for mental health issues, they get helped on an individual basis. And I'm not sure what a policy can be written to help an individual person. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think that schools should educate students about different sexual identities? No. That's, that's, a, that's something to be talked about around the kitchen table. Uh, can you explain further why you uh, think that? Yeah, it's 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 up to the family how they want to talk about it, how they want to handle it. But the school in no way should be in any way trying to influence or dictate or, or so-called educate. I mean, that that's the family should be involved in those discussions. Mm-hmm. That should be left to the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think that the schools should limit what information is available in their libraries? Yes. It should be limited to age-appropriate um, material, and it should be related to the curriculum. Uh, can you explain what type of things you think uh, fit in that or don't fit in that criteria? That's such a broad question. Uh, is, is the book related to math? Is it related to, is it a non-fiction book, a non-fiction book that's um, somehow related to what a teacher is teaching, or is it a, or is it a history book, or is it uh, a documentary, or a, yeah, a documentary book, or, or whatever. It's, it, it should just be age-appropriate, topic-appropriate, and just to be appropriate for uh, what you would typically find in a, school library. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think that parental influence over schools is important? Yes. Can you explain uh, why you think that? Well, the parents are sending their kids there, so they should be involved in the schools. They have a direct, you don't have any more interest than where your kids are going to be going for school. Of course, they're going to be interested, and they should have influence. Uh, how would you try to keep everyone's voices heard as a member of the Board of Education? Everyone's voice is allowed to be heard. There's an open comment period at every school board meeting, and comments can be phoned in, emailed. They can call a school board member. They can talk to a school board member. Or they can talk to a teacher. They can talk to you, to the administration. It's the, those capabilities are there. Mm-hmm. 
do you think that uh, more vaccines should be required for students or for teachers? What do you mean by vaccine? Uh, well, one thing that's come up a lot in the different school board elections is whether or not like the uh, COVID-19 vaccine or any of the boosters should be requ- should be added to the list of vaccines that are required for students to ju- join a school. Uh, how do Absolutely. you feel about that? How do I feel about the COVID vaccine being required for a student to attempt? Yeah, how do you feel about expanding the vaccine requirements? No, the COVID vaccine should in no way be required for a student to go to school. Uh, why do you say that? Well, because if it was truly a vaccine, then the CDC... Well, let, let's, just, let's just say from the people I've talked to and the experiences I've had... Um, the vaccinated people are the unvaccinated uh, children would be no different than the vaccinated. Uh, how much direct control do you think the Board of Education should have over the schools? Say that again. How much direct control do you think the Board of Education should have over the schools? Yeah, I don't think control is the right word. I, I would say involvement or input or that's that's the way I would look at it. I, I wouldn't look at a, a school board having control or providing guidance or providing um, something for the for the superintendent, we're providing guidance for policies. We're helping the administration figure out what's the best way to run the school district in the best interest of the parents or the voters. Um, so they should have a lot of input. I mean, the school board should be writing the policies and, and providing input to the administration on how things should be done. I don't think control is the right word. Uh, how do you feel about state government or federal government regulating the school districts? It, the, the state, the federal government should have no influence or input whatsoever in education. It should be up to the, to the local community. We, we know what's best for our kids. We, we know what we want our kids to be able to do. Um, and I, I should, I think it should be left at that. Okay. All right. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to do the interview. I'm about done here now. So what is one more thing that you would like the voters to know about you and your candidacy? Um, that I, I just want, I want the schools to, to function simply and without the stress of having to worry year to year and year to year about a budget. I want the community to, to trust more in what in that the school board is making good financial decisions with their money. Um, that, is, that is what I want. I, I want the community to be, be able to trust it to the point to where we come to them in a year, two years, whenever, when we want to try and pass a, a tax a levy increase. That they trust to say, yeah, you guys have been trying, you're doing a good job. I want that trust to be able to say, um, yeah, we approve of what you're doing, and we, we, we agree with you, you need a little bit more. Okay. 
All right. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your evening to this interview. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add? No, that will do it. Thank you. Okay. Well, thank you again so much. Uh, yeah. Bye. Right. Have a good day.